Hello, welcome to episode number two of self-improvement and spirituality in practice, Blooming with Gracie Who. Today we are going to talk about sabotaging sub-personalities. You know, when you work hard on in a specific area of your life and you just don't see the results you want, maybe there is a sabotaging sub-personality behind it. Gracie here, I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer with 33 years of studies already, and I'm also an independent spiritualist from Brazil. My proposal is to help you deal better with yourself, with others, and with life. Everything has a why, a what for, and a how. Do you want to understand certain situations and change your reality for better? Or do you want to evolve as a human being? So stay here and let's have a conversation. Sabotaging subpersonalities. This is not a subject that you see uh, around. You, you can Google it and uh, you see the term subpersonalities related to approaches like coaching or past life therapy or even psychology. But uh, my approach is very different and because uh, as an independent spiritualist, uh, spirituality was always the main part in my whole life. And this concept of sabotaging subpersonalities is different because it's based on a very different understanding of how our psyche works it's not a conventional actually my approach is very different from the traditional therapeutic view after all i as i said i'm independent spiritualist as such i don't lose sight of the spiritual aspect which explains much that the that the conventional materialistic view doesn't even understand and it also doesn't manage to deal with precisely because the traditional view denies this other reality of the invisible aspect of life. So, what I understand as the sabotaging subpersonalities is a concept and actually a, a learning that I had with the another dimension of life through astral projections i had these teachings about a more modern and different uh, kind of therapy um, more a deeper approach and a deeper understanding of how we we work in our unconscious and uh, something very different in my work is the is that I can access 
an individual's unconscious and identify what is in there, what's in there, and work with that content in order to change my client's reality. Because all the causes in your life, everything you attract is, is because those inner forces and intelligences in your unconscious. Your unconscious is creating your reality all the time, uh, even with, the, with even if you don't know it, that's a fact. So I will start this episode saying that, um, well, from a young age, we practically received a behavior manual from our parents, uncles, grandparents, teachers, society, and even religion in general. The basic message was, don't be yourself because you are wrong. Be how we want you to be, not to give us trouble or embarrass us. Otherwise, you won't be accepted or loved. So, as a child, the vast majority of us is very impressionable and easily enter this manipulation. After all, we depend on those powerful, more powerful figures to survive. Only a minority of us escapes this type of dictatorial control disguised as it's for your good. So, unless you were already a more evolved spirit when you reincarnated and therefore from an early age you didn't accept anyone's stupid authority, remaining firm in your inner truth, uh, unless you were more mature, spiritually speaking, a lot of, a lot of crap entered your mind and you grew up molded according to this the expectations of other people what i call subpersonality or just sub with really intimacy because after all it has been with you for so long so let's be have show more intimacy so i will just call sub what i call sub is another you that you created without realizing it, develop it, and has nurtured and reinforced it over time. It's not your true self or an expression of your soul. It's more like an artificial product synthesized in the laboratory of the unconscious to deal with this neurotic world in which we live. It's more like a character who plays a role for you to survive in society or in your family. It's a kind of a chameleon side which has been adapting into the environment and acquiring its own characteristics. Like everything in life, the sub also presents a pair of the concept of subs also presents a pair of opposites. There is the positive sub which gets positive results in your life and there is the negative sub which interests me the most because it acts as an, an invisible enemy sabotaging your existence without you realizing it. Since I have a different view of everything, 
I can identify these subs in not only when someone is talking to me about some I don't like the the word problem I prefer challenge so when someone is talking to me about some challenges um, they are facing in their life uh, uh, it's easy for me to identify the cause and if there is or not a, a sub uh, acting behind the scenes and as an astrologer I can quickly identify not only the subs but also uh, how they work and uh, the areas of life they are really you know acting at because the the person's natal chart and uh, really shows me through those um, challenging aspects the what are the main uh, the, the more the most complicated area areas in, in uh, someone's life so the i i really don't waste time like trying to guess uh with you know weeks or even months of therapy you know trying to guess what's the real cause of uh, certain situations in, in in my client's life if i have the if i have the birth chart with the correct birth chart with correct data uh, i just you know looking at it i can identify everything so and so i i just don't waste time I, on, on therapy i just go straight to the point you know to to get the solution to to solve any situation whatever it is and the good thing about working with that tool that the astrology provides me is that the birth chart never lies and uh, people lie right because they, they, they always try to 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 give a good impression at the first moment but uh, once I, I I have the the data to raise the birth chart I you know I, I know everything there's no way someone can hide you know their bad, worst parts from me often we hear destructive criticism like um, you are this you are that and in an evident tone of disapproval we were raised like that and uh, so people can really be very negative so far the other has the other person has the right to speak whatever they want because it's their mouth uh, and uh, we can't control it however the question is what we let in through our ears and stay in our mind because that is our responsibility if you give so much importance to the negative words coming from someone else that's your responsibility because you can put like a filter in your ears we usually place so much importance on what others say that we let ourselves be impressed by these negative and destructive definitions especially from those people we care the most or people we really like so the, we will give much more importance to what they say to what they think about us and uh, it doesn't matter basically if you have heard something for years from one of your parents 
or if it was just once from someone very meaningful to you. The poison comes in with a force proportional to the importance you have given and as a result you end up accepting it as a truth. Over time you can become exactly that deformity. For example, the child who hearing so much that uh, he is stupid ends up wearing it for the rest of his life, believing that he's really stupid or ugly or not good enough. This is really bad for self, uh, self-esteem. It's the kind of uh, bullying, actually, that people, are, uh, you know, suffer even even at home from the you know early childhood and this is a way that uh, a, a sub personality is developed you know by like um, wearing a, a character a bad character by giving too much importance to other people uh, bad opinions another situation in which a sub develops is uh, from condemning someone's attitude so much, uh, and one of the parents is the most common occurrence, you end up becoming like them, even eventually repeating phrases, gestures, or and imitating behaviors that you couldn't stand such the copy that you have become. You know, when the relatives say, oh, you are just like your father you know his best behavior you're just acting like him or your mother for the worst and the, the person you know criticizes those aspects in their parents so much gave so much importance that uh, at some point without realizing it and unconsciously the person starts to to behave just like the same and uh, it can be very you know unpleasant to realize that it can also happen that the emergence of the sub is due to a matter of survival including emotional one or when there is loss of a part of the soul and i talked about loss and retrieval of parts of the soul in my last episode the number one if someone loses a part of their soul and uh, it left the soul left an empty space, which is soon filled by a sub personality. The sub will deal with that kind of situation, which led to the loss, in an opposite way to what the soul acted before. For example, if the person was very brave, and uh, for some reason. Uh, they lose that part of the soul responsible for, you know, courage, then the sub created aut- automatically in our psyche was created to fulfill that place, empty place. So the sub will make the person to become fearful, for example. You know, it's the opposite um, attitude of the, the soul which was lost. But don't think you that the trouble ends there because the sub gain can gain such strength over time you know you fed the monster 
Remember, you gave so much importance and force. So the sub can gain so much strength over time that it starts to act in several sectors of your life, as I said before. Without you realizing it, it will even gain space and control of your will. After all, it's complex and nothing like power to make the sub feel like the one. I am the one. I have the power. And it really has. You're, you have no idea how powerful is your unconscious. The forces and intelligences there are so powerful that they really create our reality. And the sub, you know, its environment, it's the unconscious. So it has all the power, you know, to act in your life. Remember something deep down, the sub is a manifestation of your ego, which lives on illusions and does not want, your ego doesn't want you to evolve. Because this would mean that the ego would be dominated by the higher self or your soul. What the sabotaging sub does to stay alive active and increasingly powerful. The sub sabotage your inner growth, your process of maturation and expansion of your consciousness, or in other words, your evolution. Yes, I know it sounds scary to have the enemy uh, within you, within yourself, but um, I'm here to to help you with that because it's it can seem you know sounds scary but uh, there's a way to deal with the sub and bring bring it to play on your team don't worry <laughs> i can help you with that um there are cases in which the sub already come from another reincarnation and then it gets more complicated because this sub can dislike too much the current dominant personality, or I, I, I don't know what's worse. Uh, the sub can be very disgusted with the conditions of the current existence. Like if you have a boring life as opposed to a previous one of prominence and power, for example, uh, then the subs can, the sub can begin to do everything to sabotage not only you uh, and become like uh, a fierce hidden enemy, but it can also sabotage the incarnation, even going so far as to promote suicide ideas. It's, it can, this kind of sub can be very destructive and therefore more dangerous. Inside of you, the sub can act like you, you, you can realize it as an internal voice, um, very demanding, you know, because it's inside of you 24 hours a day. And, uh, it's watching everything you do. And uh, it, it can sound sound like this. Uh, don't forget this, do this, do that, and uh, this is not enough. And uh, you, you know, an annoying father or mother who are always, you know, criticizing you. And uh, it's just something like that. But the difference is, it's, it's 
within you. So it, it can talk to you all the time. It just doesn't give you a rest or peace of mind. The effect of the action of the subs is sabotage at first. But in the end, the intention is to protect the person from, from greater harm. It seems contradictory, right? I know. But uh, after all, do they work? You, you can ask me. After all, do they work for or against us? Well, it will depend on the relationship we have with them. Whether it is conscious, usually, and usually it is not, or whether we simply ignore their presence and performance, and then they take control behind the scenes without us knowing it. Or if we even know about them, but ignore them, as well as they, their wants, needs, and motivations. Uh, everything will depend on basically on the relationship we have with the subs. First of all, it is necessary to understand how a sub arises, how it is formed or created. From my experience and observation as a therapist, and uh, it was how I got to know them and I could see their their performance up close as well as knowing how they really uh, work and uh, from my experience the sub is naturally formed out of a need of psych for psychological rebalancing when for example when we get hurt with a scratch for example our body provides immediate and automatic repair without us having to worry, right? It's uh, it just our unconscious just know what to do to fix our body. So after cleaning and eliminating dead cells, for example, we can see the healing process underway. And while the tissues on your body are not completely regenerated, our organism creates a skin on the wound to protect that uh, scratched part from external agents right that's how our physical body works well the sub is like a scab you know that hard skin uh, covering uh, a wound it's just like that uh, uh, after a psychological damage so to speak an instinctive intelligence in us, which takes care of our integrity as a being, provides for the formation of a kind of protective entity. The purpose is to protect that sensitive area of our psyche, preventing further shocks from hurting us even more. Since the wound tends to remain there open and vulnerable, while we do not treat what for us could be considered as an emotional or psychological trauma. In practice, the triggering events does not necessarily have to be super painful, tragic or and quite traumatic. It may just be, and in general it is, a repetitive, repetitive situation of discomfort or psychological abuse caused by another person, intentionally or not, or caused by situations experienced in daily life. 
it doesn't matter so much after all everyone knows you know their own pains and how much these pains hurts right so what causes this discomfort and even suffering for one person another one can easily deal with it the issue here is self-protection self-preservation and in this respect the loss of a part of the soul can also give rise to a sub which will take on the role of caring for the person who in a way has been orphaned somehow so at first the role of the sub is good it works in our favor however the sub can become obsessed and even neurotic um, in its role as a guardian and it can exaggerate and even sabotage our progress progress efforts and it doesn't need much since its initial programming the first reason for its creation is and will always be the ends justify the means or in other words the sub will protect the individual from many and all threats real potential or imaginary and no matter what the cost it's like a loyal soldier following orders very simple and it will not always have clear effects on life but it can indirectly sabotage relationships and how by making the individual annoying well the sub is neurotic right so there comes a time when others can get tired of that unpleasant side so simply defining uh, the concept of a sub personality it enjoys autonomy to act it has a will and a purpose it's intelligent it's smart and may even be more than you <laughs> more intelligent smarter than you and the sub always is always alert and watching for possible threats and it doesn't rest or sleep because it's in your unconscious what sleeps in you it's your is your conscious mind when you you go to bed but our unconscious works at full speed processing while we are our physical body is sleeping because it has to process all the experiences you of the waking state and as i mentioned it the sub acts behind the scenes without you noticing and without you giving it doesn't need your permission or approval to act in fact it doesn't even care about your opinion it just fulfills its function and many times for this your sub you are the weak one the helpless the impotent and even incompetent so the sub is there not only to defend you but also to take care of you and to help you in your life when you really feel weak or incompetent to deal with uh, a challenging situation as i said the sub is very efficient like any good soldier and it can be extremely loyal and trustworthy if you can make it your conscious ally 
I say this because there are cases in which the sub may insubordinate and really act against the person. Do you know when you try to help someone do your part with effort and the other besides not doing their part still gets in the way and sabotages themselves? Doesn't it make you angry? Don't you feel like letting go and leaving the other person on their own? Well, the sub may want to go further and take revenge on you, acting on purpose to screw you, your very dignified person. It will depend on how much the sub finds you fool, idiot, dumb and loses respect. Well, who likes to work for someone like that? The sub is willful, it's very proud because it's in your ego and doesn't like to be fooled. So, and this, I, I think the sub is right, you know, let's agree. The most important thing, you know, is having someone, you know, behind the wheel in control of, of your life so you want to take care of you. And if you are not doing your part, you know, with uh, self-responsibility, then the sub will do whatever it thinks like necessary to have the work done. Then you can ask me, is it possible to have more than one sub sabotaging my life? Well, my answer is, it's very likely that yes. And usually, a person can have two or even three dominating subs. Can they unite against you? Well, they can work united for your good or for sabotaging you. As I said before, it will depend on the, the how much they respect you or if you have a good relationship with them or not. But uh, each sub takes care of specific aspects in your life. They respect each other and do not interfere in the other's department. But uh, yes, they can work together. And uh, they are very serious and disciplined, even if you have a crazy, chaotic head. Again, it's worth mentioning that a sub it's ca is capable of creating realities in the individual's life. Everything in your life you created, not consciously, but basically your unconscious really is in control of everything. That's why it's so important to go deep, deep inside of your conscious and uh, identify not only the forces and the, the intelligences in there, but also work with them, you know, in a, in a friendly way, have them play in your team, not, not against you. Think of this. If we attract people and situations by vibratory affinity, you know, I'm meaning your energy, your frequency, and uh, we attract and create people and situations with our energy or frequency, right? And uh, in an unconscious and automatic process. Why could an autonomous intelligence in us 
not create circumstances with willpower alone. So never ever underestimate a sub and its power. And don't treat it with arrogance. Don't be authoritarian or stupid and or bossy in an attitude like I am in charge here. You were not in charge. You know, you think you are, you like to think you are, but um, really you have no idea how powerful your unconscious is and the forces uh, in your unconscious. Do not challenge or threat, nor threaten or try to in intimidate a sub. You, the best way to deal with one is to dialogue in a good way. And that's what I do when I work with one. And uh, remember, everyone likes respect and being treated well. You are like this, I am like this. So why would your sub be different? It's important not to confuse the subs, which I refer to here, with the disorder of multiple personalities in psychiatry or schizophrenia or delirium. It's not just the same thing. So you cannot deal with the subs like, you know, taking medicine and trying to control them. It, it doesn't just work. So how do I deal? How do I work with the sub? Well, when once I could identify once and I also define a sub by its main characteristic, I ask my client to close their eyes for not to have visual distraction. And um, I use my ability to you know to call out the the sub by you know calling calling it you know i want to talk to to this one and uh, because i use my magnetism in the process my clients soon sees the an image emerging from their unconscious and i ask them to describe the the figure that that's shown up and uh, I start just as, as a neutral negotiator I, I start to talk to that sub first recognizing their abilities and skills and uh, even you know good work sometimes and uh, but always you know in an honest approach not trying to to please them, for example, because I'm very, you know, honest in, in my life and, and I'm not the kind of person that pretends to be nice or, you know, feels like pleasing strangers all the time. I, I have the same, the way I talk to someone, even someone stranger, it's the way I, I talk to a sub. So the, the first step, is to recognize and give importance to that sub because it's what it really wants. Everything in your unconscious uh, needs to be brought to the surface of your consciousness. So any sub wants uh, respect, recognition and uh, to be heard. And that's basically what I do. I, I ask ask them what are their needs, what they really want. And uh, 
in this process, I gain their confidence. And sometimes I even become friends with them. It's interesting because I saw subs having fun at those moments, you know, like laughing and showing satisfaction with you, you know with the prank or even revenge they were doing you know, really sabotaging someone they really just don't respect so when working with a sub talking to one of them the there are two courses in the process one option the sub is you know at the end of uh, i have i I use very good arguments with with a sub, so the for to to try to convince the sub to you stop sabotaging my client's life. So what happens is the sub gives in and decides to at least give a break of the sabotage. Like uh, okay, I'll, I'll give them like one week of not sabotaging anymore. And the, but I have my conditions. I want the person to do this, to change that in their behavior. So I will. It will be like a, a probation period to, you know, to see if the 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 client is really committed to to a change. So, but that, that's actually pretty rare. In most of cases. Uh, the, the therapy session ends up in the best scenario, which is the subs uh, agrees to stop harming the person and goes to work on their behalf as a friend and allied, uh, at least as long as the client keeps their part of the negotiated peace agreement. And because my approach to a sub personality, when I talk to it, it's in a friendly way without judging or criticizing. And uh, it's curious to see how the sub seems to feel grateful for, to me for the recognition since it was ignored and relegated to obscurity until that moment. Deep down, the sub wants to be noticed, heard, have attention, and above all, to be respected and valued. And this is exactly what I do. In fact, recognition includes praising its competence in certain aspects, but without falsity, of course, just being really honest, because otherwise the sub would feel my energy. And gradually I gain its trust and respect to with my arguments, propose a peace or and partnership agreement. It's very important to listen to the sub's conditions, what he wants or needs the client to do or stop doing uh, in order not to disturb and help it. At this point of the, in the session, it's common for the initial image projected in the client's mind to have changed. That is, the appearance of the sub shows itself to be more evolved, so to speak, or at least more sympathetic, which is a great sign and proof of progress in the dialogue. The final result is always positive, and when the sub decides to help in that sector of life it was disturbing, the practical, if practical effects, effects of the change 
can be seen in a short time. And there are cases in which the significant improvement occurs as early as the day after the session. So as I always say, if you want to change the effect, you need to work on the cause. And how do you know you really reach the cause? Because once you work with it, the effects just change without you having to do anything. You know, just just working with the cause in the unconscious. And if you are trying hard and different approaches, to solve a situation in your life, to make it better, and you are not getting, you know, good enough results, it means that you you didn't reach the cause yet. And uh, that's one of my, you know, very unique skills. I not only can identify the cause of any situation in life, but I can go to it work with it and have results by seeing effects changed and I can see the results, the good results, you know, observing the effects. Either they are gone or they are changed. And that's the proof that that I really got the cause. In my work, it seems to me that the first sub to to want to manifest which i intuitively capture is the one that is most active at the moment of and the one that needs to be worked on the most to be integrated in the light of consciousness and it's common for it to pull others out of the unconscious next as they are all connected like links in the same chain or pearls in the same necklace. So you pull the first one and the others are just excited to be noticed and come out to, always in a more relevant order of action at the time. However, I very rarely work with more than one sub in the same set. It's important to say that even if your sub is working against you and even damaging your life, you cannot get rid of it. The best and ideal is to bring the sub to play on your team, make it your friend, partner, or whatever. And again, every sabotaging sub wants recognition and respect. Now, if your sub is mad at you, you won't want to talk and it may not even show up when you evoke it. For this, it is necessary to have someone as a, a neutral person, as a therapist, for example, as me in the role of the, the conciliator, negotiator. It, it is necessary for the sub to have confidence in the negotiator, you know, to feel more comfortable to change its approach, stop sabotaging, and it uh, starts to to work to the the person's progress in that area of life that it was damaging. So, as I said in the beginning, the this concept of sabotaging sub personalities, it's uh, just unusual 
uh, and is so new. And not only the subject itself, but the, the approach and uh, because I got them you know, from um, a different dimension of life. And, uh, but uh, I guarantee the results so far, my success rate has been 100%. I don't know how, how many subs I already dealt with, but I can assure all the cases were successful. And at the end of each session, and I've been a therapist for 18 years already, at the end of each session, the result is, is always good. I always end up a session with the, a positive attitude from the, the sub, which is not sabotaging anymore, of course. So I felt the need and also it was like a call to spread this this information to the world right now because with this especially in this time with the pandemic and the quarantine and the the people the world going crazy and so many mental health mental issues around the idea with this episode is if you are working hard in many area of your life uh, really struggling and having no good results or, you know, very poor results comparing to what you really want, what you really desire to accomplish. The, you, if you are trying different approaches in the, with psychology or mentalism or positive thinking or whatever you are doing or coaching, whatever, it doesn't matter what you are doing. If you are not getting the results and still feel that you still feel that there is like an invisible force sabotaging your life and preventing you from getting what you want. My idea is just to present you this this concept. Maybe what's really, you know, preventing you and um, avoiding your success in that area of your life or different areas, maybe more than one. And uh, really what can be really sabotaging you is inside of you. The enemy may be inside of you and you you just don't know it. That, that's my, my role here. I'm, I'm here to present you a very unique idea of because I know it can be very real, you know, the, the action, the work of a, a sabotaging sub in a person's life. I have seen many cases, you know, sometimes the sub is so strong and so powerful that it paralyzes the whole life. Like, especially, I, I have a case where uh, my client had you know, her professional life was just stuck in a point. She, she couldn't have success in her career as a lawyer and no matter what she did. And uh, she couldn't understand. She tried everything, everything really. 
and uh, was very unsatisfied with uh, her professional life. So when she came to me, the first thing I did was to raise her birth child. And it was so clear to me what was happening. I could see, like crystal clear, the uh, rebel sub acting in her life. But the, the main goal of her sub was not to, to really sabotage her, herself, but to to fight against her mother, my client's mother. It that's why I called that sub a rebel because everything was to confront was done to confront her mother, who was very you know vain and uh, always tried to use her daughter as a trophy to the world. Her mother's thought was, if I have a successful daughter then she will be the living proof that, that I was an excellent mother. So that rebel sub created, actually created a lot of failures in my client's life just to contradict her mother, not to be, uh, you know, a, a trophy um, for her to be proud of, but uh, the sub was working to be, uh, you know, like more like a shame to her mother <laughs> and why was that happening because my clients were so needy and she wanted her mother's approval so much and give, always gave so much importance to her mother's opinion and her mother was always so critical to her that uh, that's why the rebel sub arrived it was a way for her psyche to fight against that, you know, being so submissive to her mother's opinion and will. It was actually, the, the sub was actually defending my clients from that, that relationship, very toxic and bad relationship, who, which was preventing her from mature as a human being. So, if you are now thinking that you may have a sabotaging sub-personality avoiding you and to have what you want in your life and, and making your life actually, you know, like uh, indefinite struggle, wait until next episode because I will give you examples of different subs that I dealt with and I will give you descriptions of them so you can have a better picture if you really have one of those enemies inside of you and uh, damaging your life or not. You can participate in the podcast by sending a voice message through the link in my Instagram bio, which is at Gracie Who, G-R-E-I-C-Y-H-O-O. Yes, your audio up to one minute can appear here as if you were in a radio program. That's very cool. And if your audio uh, will be edited in my in a future episode, you will be notified once you fill in some data in my host, which is Anchor. Or you can reach me on Instagram to DM me a comment, question or suggestion.
If you like this podcast, subscribe on your favorite platform to receive new episodes or follow me on Instagram to find out when there will be a new one on the air. Stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.